Yeah. Running we are live. We are live. We need to let the viewers trickle in, but we are live. So, you know, Joe, don't pick your nose or anything. <laughs> Everyone, thanks uh, for uh, thanks for tuning in. I see uh, I see some people going in. Um, very very excited to have a special guest with me this morning. I will introduce my special dear friend guest here in, in, in a minute. But again, as always, comment at me. Let me know where you're tuning in from. Uh, let Jonah know where you're tuning in know. from. Um, uh, Jonah, uh, Jonah, just where are you tuning in from, man? Let me know, and I'm going to adjust my uh, blinds real quick, but tell the people where you're tuning in from. Tuning in live from Charlotte, North Carolina, North Kakalaki. I love it. I love it. An hour and a half from my hometown of Columbia, South Carolina. So Jonah's, Jonah's with us in Charlotte uh, with a Charlotte office um, with Baco. He's with Baco. Um, awesome. Jeff, tune in from Nashville. I love it. I love it. Again, at me, comment. We're going to talk. We have a pretty good topic today. Jonah, Jonah brought this up, and I think it's uh, I think it's really important when it comes to working with a recruiter. It's a question that I try to ask job seekers to ask recruiters, but it's having a specialty. Um, Julio, good morning, my friends. Thanks for tuning in. Texas in the house. I love it. Um, again, at me comment. Morning from Nashville. I love it. We got some. We got some people trickling in, trickling in to hear the Jonah. We're actually just gonna talk GameStop today. Yeah, just GameStop, Robinhood stuff. <laughs> What's going on? We got ATL in the house. Good seeing you, Jonah. Yes, it's always good to see Jonah. Rondo, what's going on, man? Um, all right, we're going to start here in about 30 more seconds. Again, uh, let me know where you're tuned from. Thanks for hanging this morning. Excited to bring this one to you. Always good to have people on the uh, show so I don't just run my dang mouth for 15 minutes. But I get tired of doing that. And Jonah's got a pretty sweet setup in his, in his house. That is actually his office. His office is fancy. I'm going to just come out and work out of the Jonah office. For this come on, man. You can just roll over and go right into your bed, though. So you gotta- uh, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, same. This isn't my bed. This is the guest bedroom. But yeah, uh-huh. same same thing. I can go take a nap midday if I when need. When Taylor's to. not live streaming, he's he's yeah. taking naps over there. Yeah, absolutely. All right, y'all. So we'll go ahead and dive in again, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in, Guidance Counselor 2.0. I appreciate. it. I'm very excited to have my dear friend Jonah here on the show. Um, before we kick off and before Jonah introduces himself, um, Lane, what's going on? Uh, Nashville, uh, Vaco, just career Vaco. Uh, it's just so good to see you, Lane. Hope you're doing well. Um, but today, uh, before we dive into a topic that is very important, um, and, and that Jonah brought up to me, I want to obviously give some shout outs and, and, and some things. So first off, if you are a hiring manager and you are watching this, whether now or in a week, and you are having issues staffing your team, I'd love to obviously partner with you. Even if you need an audit of what you're doing, I would love to work with you. It is one of my goals. It is one of the things I set on this live show for this year to work with new people across the country. I've already had some interest. I've already had some DMs um, to talk about maybe evaluating your vendor relationship. So I would love to do that. Shout out to my marketing team behind me, Alex Pooler Design, who does all these fancy graphics, who does my email newsletter. Um, Summer Lettington that's rolling out TaylorDustin.com here in the next few weeks is going to be lit, as the kids say. Uh, Drew Skelton, video editing. Brandon Arve, um, he's actually coming down from Lexington to Kentucky this weekend. And we're doing a pretty cool video shoot 
Um, so excited to bring that to y'all in the upcoming weeks. So all that being said, let's go ahead and dive in. Jonah, give the people what they want. Tell the individuals who you are, and we'll go from there. We'll do. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Taylor, for having me on your guidance counselor 2.0. Absolutely. Uh, if this is the 2.0, then let's let's go ahead and bump it up to the, the 3.0 version. I love of it. On here. So, uh, again, my name is Jonah Daimio. I've, I've been with Baco now, Morgan Franklin, for going on six years. Uh, I run our uh, cybersecurity practice uh, for Morgan Franklin, uh, which is a subsidiary of Baco, our parent company. Uh, prior to joining Morgan Franklin, I spent all my time on, in Baco, Charlotte, building out the cybersecurity practice uh, and uh, was very successful with some other members on my team to do so. And uh, we are celebrating our one year anniversary with Morgan Franklin. Uh, so our specialty is uh, within the Morgan Franklin world uh, is cybersecurity. So what we thought would be good today between Taylor's expertise in AppDev and SDLC and all things, uh, application development and his specialty and with my knowledge in cybersecurity, we thought it'd be good just to, to highlight the importance of uh, when you're out in the market and you're trying to find a new opportunity, uh, the importance of working with a specialized group or a specialized recruiter uh, that really has the best interest for your career, but also can be able to speak to you a little bit more technically in depth to make sure that they're representing you accurately in the market. Uh, but also that you know you're going to be there for the long term and of their career in the same way that they're going to be in the long term for your career. So with that being said, we'd love to see some questions come in. Uh, we're happy to answer any questions around working with a specialized recruiter, specialized practice. Uh, Taylor, what else you got? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think Jonah brings up a good point. Again, if you are watching this, please add comment with some questions on how to work with recruiters and what questions to ask. So let's talk. Let's talk about the first thing. And the first question is, so Jonah, so if I'm watching, right, and you just said, you're like, man, that sounds great. How in the world do I find a recruiter or a or a or a, an individual that specializes? So mm -hmm. what what are your thoughts on how like for me, I think you just ask. I think, hey, Jonah, do you have a specialist yeah. Taylor? So go ahead. Yeah. You know, I think I think it will start to come out very quickly in your conversations with the recruiters. I think in, in my experience working with candidates across the globe, right, and uh, and working with not only, you know, candidates in, in my market or outside of other markets, but also really across the globe, you can you can pick up pretty quickly when you're working with a recruiter if that person actually knows what they're talking about uh, or if they're just out there trying to, you know, chase a commission check per se, right? So I think um, you have to be able to, to build empathy with your candidates. You have to be able to uh, build uh, that relationship with your recruiters. Um, but you can, I mean, the good recruiters and the, the people that have been around for a while, they'll have that stuff out on their LinkedIn. Um, I mean, if you look at everything you're doing in the, the national community, Taylor, with your user groups and your meetups, it's very apparent that you're there not just to be the recruiter in the room uh, and me, Jack, you, you Tarzan, right? But, you know, more so that you're working together closely to identify a long-term relationship with that person, right? Yeah, absolutely. We got a few comments coming in. Kathy, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. Um, again, thank you for being part of the community, Kathy. So Jeff has a question, and, and, and we'll get to Jeff's question in a second. I, I think one thing with me, and this goes for junior developers, this goes for anybody. I, I think the biggest thing when starting to work with a recruiter is, is kind of what we're talking about, right? I, I think you need to interview with the recruiter I think you need to interview the recruiter just as much as they interview you. Um, I, I think asking the individual for a specialty, 
right? And, and, and that's not a deal breaker, right? The one thing I want to get across in this conversation is if, you, if you're watching this, and again, if you're watching it and not commenting or asking questions, please do so. But if you're watching this and you have the question, if you're like, well, man, if, 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 if someone doesn't have a specialty, do I need to work with them? Yes, you, sh you should still work with them if you get good vibes. But I think what Jonah and I are trying to talk about is I think it is very important to work with somebody who has a specialty. Um, Jonah, do you have any thoughts on, on, on if a junior developer or somebody getting started in their career, working mm -hmm. with a recruiter, working with the practice, what, what are some tips and tricks that you would recommend to, uh, to Jeff? Sure. Yeah, great, great question, Jeff. Um, so I think it all starts, you know, depending on, you know, how junior your experience is, right? Because I think there's a lot of different avenues of people's careers of being junior, right? Um, you know, in my mind, being junior is just coming into the to the experience and learning more about your specific skill set, right? And uh, so there's a lot of avenues that, that we've leveraged between career shows and um, career fairs at colleges to uh, the meetups of the world. But when you're starting to work with a recruiter, if you're a junior developer, you know, you have to you have to ask the right questions that are going to be beneficial to you as, as a candidate. Right. Which are what are you seeing in my resume that I don't have that I should have? Um, you're always out there talking to different candidates. What are what are the candidates that you're placing in these different positions, getting the job over me? And how can I get to that position either through my interview practices or my my resume? Right. So I think you want to be able to get that constructive criticism more so than anything. Um, and that's why it's really important to partner with somebody that knows what they're talking about. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're a junior recruiter and you're partnering with a junior, uh, if you're a junior developer and you're partnering with a junior recruiter, maybe that's not the best, the best thing for you. Maybe you need to be partnering with somebody more of a senior recruiter that can give you some career advice in the same way. Uh, I think Taylor made a good a good point the other day that our clients are paying us, right? The candidates aren't paying us, right? So I think it's important that you have that 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 relationship with the recruiter that is thinking a little bit past that, but also thinking about what's best for your career um, and give you that that in that insight to to what you want to do with your career and be able to help guide you and be that ultimately that career coach for you long term. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so, Jonah, let me ask you this because I'm interested in hearing your story, like. Like how, like I, if someone's watching this and again, we have some people tuning in. Good morning. What's going on? Woo, good morning. But you know, for me, it's like, how, how does one get into a specialty? Right. So if I'm watching the job, she goes like, man, that's great. Well, like, how does, how does a, how does somebody get into uh, being in, being in a specialty practice? Like I'm, I'm interested obviously to hear your story too. So real quick story time right now, yeah. but, <laughs> but, but I mean, tell me how you kind of migrated into security and then obviously I can tell my story super fast. Yeah, I think I think you just got to find what interests you, right? I mean, there's a lot of different avenues of both recruiting and and both your professional career if you're a developer or, or whatever you are, and you got to find what's interests you, right? You know, and that's the beauty about technology and even within cybersecurity is there are so many different avenues, right? If you if you're really passionate about you know trying not to get breached and, and trying not to prevent uh, your company get from hacked, there's, there's a lot of different avenues of cybersecurity where you can go in and do that. Same thing on the app dev side, right? You know, <clears throat> I don't know how many people want to sell, stare at, you know, sell spreadsheets all day, but maybe you do. Maybe you do want to be a SQL developer and you want to do T-SQL and pivot lookups and all that other stuff. Um, but you have to find what works well for you. And I think that's the beauty of the IT community today is there's so many different avenues and subsets of the, that avenue of propelling your career, right? So I think for us, we... <laughs> We got into it a little bit longer before cybersecurity was so hot, right? And yeah. uh, 
And we saw the niche and we saw the opportunity in the market and seized it. But also, you know, it's, it was a very interesting topic for us uh, to, to learn that as it continued to evolve and is still evolving today. Um, but I think it, it all comes down to what you're personally passionate about and what you want to do outside of your nine to five, right? Not, not that everybody does a nine to five, but you know, what, what are you gonna do on the weekend? Are you gonna go educate yourself on cybersecurity or are you gonna go do something else, right? Mm -hmm. You have to find that thing that you're continuing that education, you're continuing to evolve yourself, not only for the interest of your career and your profession, but also just the betterment of yourself, correct? You know, I think, I think that's the big thing, right? I love that. No, it's so good. And, and you know, kind of like me, I, you know, or, or like Jonah, you know, I kind of gravitated into the software side of things. Right. I, I think I think I think software devs and engineers do do the cool shit. I mean, flat out. Right. And, and so, you know, that's something I've been passionate about and, and learn after hours and listen to podcasts and, you know, do the whole thing. So, yeah, you want to find a recruiter that's passionate about passionate about their job. And the one thing the one thing I share with you as we wrap up here. Um, again, Jonah and I could chit chat all day long, but obviously we all have work we got to do. So we'll wrap it up here soon. But the one thing I want to get across and Jonah, I, I want to leave the people with, with a little Jonahism <laughs> this Thursday morning. So I'll end with you. But but my tip to work with a recruiter is, again, work with a recruiter that's been in the industry at least two years, because I, I, I've noticed when I moved back to Nashville from Raleigh that that two years in the market, you kind of start to get a grasp on what's going on. And so my thing is be with a recruiter who's been in the same company for two years and been in your local market for two years, the two and two rule. So use that. Um, Jonah, also, by the way, um, there's some questions coming in. So before we leave uh, with some Jonah-isms, um, I'm going to give some more shout outs to Naranda, really solid points, going to come back to this and make notes and share it with my Slack group. Thank you so much. Again, um, if you want to reach Jonah, I'll, I'll throw his... Um, uh, email in the obviously chat after this, um, but Jonah's a great resource, especially in Charlotte and North Carolina. Scott goes, are candidates who are career changers less attractive to work with for recruiters? What do we need to do to position ourselves favorably to attract attention? Jonah, if you want to take this this first. Sure, that's a great that's a great question, Scott. Um, so I actually like those those type of individuals, right? Because I'm I'm in the consulting world, which is a little bit different than the staffing world, right? Um, I, I would assume, Scott, that over your career you have become specialized in your own career, right? That maybe you have uh, positioned yourself very well with your subject matter expertise, and that's you know in the consulting world that's that's what we're we're, we're providing for our clients is is that mentality that we are bringing subject matter experts to the table um, so I think I think if you if you're if you're interested in you know career changes um, that maybe you've been in a position for a long time and you're looking to do something different maybe it's not you're finding some difficulty trying to find a job because you've been doing that for so long I would actually open the door to consulting firms and see see who has that that necessity that you have from your career um, to say well I've been doing this for so long let me go out there and see what consulting firm is doing this and try to partner with them. Um, and that could be a, a short-term gig for you for an interim solution until you find a longer play, or maybe that's a long-term play for you because you like that consulting firm and, and the same thing that they're doing with their clients is the same thing you've been doing for, um, you know, your career. I don't know if that necessarily answers your question, but I think that's a good way to attract yourself. If you're, um, if you've been in that position for a while and you're looking to, to make sure that you're you're getting the right attraction. It all comes down to your LinkedIn as well. I mean, I think Taylor Taylor always talks about beefing up your LinkedIn and keeping your LinkedIn up to date. 
If you get those new skills, if you if you get a new project, put that on your LinkedIn because you never know who's out there searching for that that type of skill set or project, right? Yeah, and then, so so this is why I love 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 having guests on the pod uh, or the live show rather that turns into a podcast. But but for me, it's like I, like to be honest, in the staffing world, it's a little difficult, right? Because companies pay us to find the people who are one-to-one fits with what they want, right? But Jonah, who's in the consulting space, obviously looks for something a little different. And so for me, I think from a staffing perspective, if you're jumping careers and you don't have the necessary experience from a real world production environment, volunteer your time for other people, right? Like literally I have a marketing team around me volunteering their time because I have a bunch of individuals who wanna get into marketing who have no portfolio to build and they're helping me do that on their own dime because they wanna build out their their portfolio and make them more attractive on the job, right? And so I would advise if you can afford it is to offer up your time, offer up your services to a nonprofit in the area, to a church, right? Every church needs something built from a web perspective, right? Maybe a local vet needs a plug-in to, I don't know, PayPal or something, right? So you can get some API experience. So those things are important. So that's another way to uh, favorably attract attention to yourself if you don't have the necessary skills. Uh, more questions coming in. I love it. I love it. Again, any excuse to hang out with Jonah more. So so keep, keep the questions coming. John, what is the best way to find a specialty recruiter on LinkedIn where most have just a general recruiter tagline of recruiter? Jonah, go. Oh, good question, right? Um, so being somebody that has spent time across all sectors, in-house, agency, staffing, consulting, um, this is a really interesting question and good question, John. Um, so it, it depends on what you're going after, right? If you're going after a, a, a recruiter like Taylor specializes that's going to present you to multiple clients and work for the best interest of you, most of the time she'll have some, some bullet points in, in his bio of what he specializes in. Sometimes a lot of the staffing recruiters will put their active jobs and you can kind of search that way. Um, if they have software engineer jobs consistently in that uh, in their bio or they, they have a lot of software engineer connections, um, you can look to even see if your first or secondary connections are the same. Um, I'm sure if you go look at all the Taylor's connections to your connections, most of them are gonna be app dev, where if you look at your connections to my connections, they're probably gonna be cybersecurity, right? So I think, I think you have to be able to do a little bit of research uh, on both sides of the equation. Um, but I think it's also good to ask, right? Um, if you're getting cold call from a recruiter and they're saying, um, you know, hey, I want to submit you for this job. It's 45 an hour. You know, dial it back a little bit and say, you know, I, that's that's interesting. I'm, I'm glad you're, you're thinking of me for that position. Um, but can you give me a little bit more feedback on, on yourself and, and what makes me uh, a prime candidate to work with you? Um, and that's when you can quickly find out if, if that recruiter is in the best interest for yourself. I would assume Taylor would call you and say, hey, I'm interested in your background. I've been doing this for so long. I know we can work together and we're going to have success. Where a more junior recruiter, somebody who's not specialized, they're just going to call you and say, hey, I found you on LinkedIn. Here's your job description. Let me know if you want to be submitted. Right. And I don't want to call out all the recruiters here. Um, but, you know, I've seen a lot of the cases both, both across the board. Right. It goes for consulting and and even in-house recruiters, if you're looking to attract a recruiter um, from a full-time company, most of those recruiters will have a link to their job. Sometimes they have their active job ID. Um, you can search by the job ID in their bios and sometimes they'll have that. Um, but I think a lot of the times it's just messaging them. And, and once you get on that messaging platform, hey, I'm very interested in application development. 
Is that your specialty? Is that something that you do? Um, some recruiters will say, yes, I do it just to build a relationship. Um, but some recruiters will probably say, no, let me introduce you to somebody else. And therefore, by using networking and doing a little bit of research, you're able to pull yourself into a, a new conversation with the recruiter that other way you wouldn't have found, they wouldn't have found you, right? Yeah, I, I love that. Again, Jonah just bringing the heat this morning about looking at connections, right? You can go and look at anyone's connections and, and that would be a good indicator um, of what that person does. I think that's fantastic. I would have never thought about that. So that, again, that that's why I have people who know more than me on this so I can learn something. But yeah, I mean, so the one thing I tweeted out yesterday or the day before, I get a lot of questions of how to find a recruiter, right? And it's a lot of legwork. It is a lot of legwork, which is why I say if you start the job search interviewing recruiters and not jobs, it's going to it's gonna compound and expedite your job search because really the recruiters are the top of the funnel to find a job, which is the bottom of the funnel of marketing terms here, right? And so I think you need to take the time to interview recruiters. It takes time. It'll take a lot of work, but it's going to help you down the road. Um, so again, a few more comments. Julio, this is a video I'll watch multiple times. Thank you all. Absolutely. Scott saying grateful. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I'm good friends um, with a lot of people in Raleigh. So is Jonah. I can definitely get you connected, big dog. Um, and then John, obviously, and love the connection tip. And thanks for all the great tips. I love it, John. Also, again, great time, man. So, um, Jonah, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave the group. Play something good, man. With, 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 with something. I want to hear from you as we wrap up here. Give us, leave us with some wise words of wisdom, some encouragement for today. If a job seeker watches this today, and need some encouragement, what would you say to them? For all the job seekers out there, um, you know, you, you got to put yourself in the, the position for um, a couple of reasons. And, and if you're in the market and you're looking for a new job, you got to do the research, you got to be patient, you got to network, um, <clears throat> spend your time. You know, I think Taylor's made, alluded to this a couple of times blocking and tackling, right? You're not going to get a job the first day, maybe even the first week. Some people can. So you have to be able to block and tackle. Um, for the hot candidates that are on the market and they're getting a lot of calls, I think I think it's important to be able to be selective and don't jump on the first opportunity. And and that's why it's really important to partner with somebody like Taylor and Baco uh, or you know myself and my team at Morgan Franklin to, to work closely with subject matter experts in the market or in their industry that are in the best interest for yourself and your career, um, you know, I've had a lot of, of, of people that I've worked with and put them on numerous assignments or, or placed them with multiple clients that said, as a recruiter, you have done more for my career than I could have ever done for myself. And I think that that speaks volume to what we try to do um, from a candidate perspective. But as a job seeker, find a recruiter, find an agency, find a specialized firm, do some due diligence and keep checking out. Taylor's Guidance Counselor 2.0. Uh, maybe he'll have me back and we'll, we'll do another round of this sometime. So I appreciate it. Uh, my email is just jonah.dimeo at morganfranklin.com. And uh, we'll chat it in there if you have it. And uh, hope everyone has a good day. Let's get into the weekend. I love it. Thanks, Jonah. Appreciate y'all. See y'all uh, next week. Thanks, y'all.